0: Welcome to Mitten Money, delivering insights from Michigan-based business leaders, big and small. William Zank, host of Mitten Money at TriStar Trust, loves nothing more than creating this masterclass so that you can get insight to guide your leadership journey in just under 30 minutes. Subscribe today and connect with William at MittenMoney.com. Good
1: afternoon. Good morning to everyone out there tuning in to another great episode of Mitten Money. Appreciate everyone tuning in today. Today, we can be bringing you a better conversation, a more timely conversation than talking all about financial literacy, which next month, April is all about. And now moving along to today's segment, we're going to be chatting a little about financial mistakes that we've learned the most from with some fellow employees from Tristar. So kicking things off, you'll first hear from Sandy Warner, and she is going to be talking about loans that you can take out of a 401k plan. We have Lee Ryman, and she is going to be talking a little further about insurance. Kevin Scorso is going to be talking a little about credit management and credit cards. Following that, we're going to be having Jane, and she is going to be chatting a little bit further about 401k allocations. And lastly, we'll finish off with myself when we're talking about some investment-making decisions. First up is Sandy Warner.
2: Well, I would say our biggest mistake was in the 1990s when I was at home, cash flow was pretty tight, and we needed to purchase a couple cars, and we borrowed from our 401k. And that is not a good idea, folks. We felt that we were paying interest to ourselves. Well, that's not the case. There's a lot of downfalls from borrowing from your 401k. And number one is that you're taking pre-tax money, and when you put it back in, it's going in in an after-tax. So basically, for every dollar I put in, it's taking about a dollar and thirty cents for me to get back to where I was. Another issue was the opportunity cost. Imagine what those funds could have grown to and compounded to. If you look at the compounding of that growth, we would have been well ahead if we hadn't done that. Another mistake, and I know what we did. For example, let's say we were putting in $1,000 a month into a 401k. We borrowed and we have to pay back 200 a month. What well, do you think we increased our payments to 1200 no, our cash flow wasn't going to allow us to do it. So you're not actually increasing your contributions. Your contributions went down in the future. So for all those reasons, big mistake. If I can help one person, that would be what I'd say is don't do that. Oh, and I forgot one other thing, the risk of losing your job. What happens if you lose your job and you've got a loan with the 401k? You have 60 days to pay it off. We would never have been able to pay that off.
1: Next up, we have Lee Ryman.
0: So, my financial mistake is not knowing what I wanted before I talked to a salesperson. I have learned over the years that salespeople are salespeople because they're really good at selling. And at one point when our kids were little, my husband and I realized we needed life insurance. But I hadn't done my research regarding whole life versus term life. So my first meeting was with a whole life insurance salesman. Three hours later, we bought whole life insurance for everyone in the family, including the kids. After I did some research, nothing against whole life, but just wasn't what we needed. I switched to term life, but I spent a lot of money on one-year premiums of whole life insurance that then came to nothing. Often people find that they buy things because they sound really good when the salesman sells them, but you should have a general idea of what it is you're looking for and what you need before you talk to a salesperson and buy something that in retrospect might not be what you need or want.
3: Next up, we have Kevin Scorsone. So the biggest mistake I made was pretty early on, and it was not establishing any credit. When I was 24 years old, I moved to Denver, Colorado. I was looking to rent an apartment, and I needed to get some furniture for it, and a few other things. And so I went to get a credit card and realized I didn't have any bad credit, but I didn't have any credit at all no one would open a credit card for me. They wouldn't lend me any money. I had to have my dad co-sign for my first credit card. And then I had to have him co-sign also for the first car I was going to buy. And I was making decent money. I could afford these things, but I just hadn't established a single piece of credit. No credit cards, no auto loans, nothing at all. That was the first mistake I made when it came to credit. So the second mistake I made when it came to credit was then managing it because it can so quickly get away from one little thing here. It's taking your friends out to dinner. Maybe it is buying that furniture or whatnot. Next thing you know, you owe five or $10,000 on a credit card and it's gotten a bit out of control, especially when you're early on in life and not making great amount of income. So allowing it to wander and letting it get out of control was the second problem I made with credit. I quickly got it under control. I started to make some more money and got it paid off in a pretty quick period of time. But it caused me a lot of stress, both of those things. First, not having it. And second, not managing it well. Because when I went to buy a home, at that point, I was still paying down the credit card. And because of the amount I had borrowed against the limit of the credit card, my credit score was about a 680 something at that point. And so I wasn't qualifying for prime rates. So that led to another problem, which is, okay, now I've got it established. I didn't manage it incredibly well, and now I'm going to pay more money for it. So I'm going to get higher interest rates on mortgages. I'm going to pay more for auto insurance. You're going to pay more for everything. So I did a lot of research at that time quickly got my score well into the new sevens and whatnot and was able to get a good rate in order to purchase that home. But it causes a lot of stress. And I think if you ask most Americans, finances are one of the biggest stressors that we have in our lives. And I think credit is probably number one, if not in the top two or three issues or stressors that people have in their lives. And whether that's they can't get it, or they have too much of it, or they use too much of it, wherever it may be, it causes an incredible amount of stress. And I think doing things the right way, establishing it early, managing it early, maybe limiting the amount that's available to you. So you apply for a credit card, they give you a $5,000 limit, maybe call them and say, hey, can you reduce that down to 1,500 so that you can't let it get out of control? The final thing I'd say when it comes to credit, I haven't had many major issues with it, but just monitoring it. So establish it, manage it, and then now you've got to monitor it because fraud has become a major issue. For myself, it hasn't become much of an issue other than different companies that have been targeted and information has been stolen. I have been a victim of that and I've had to monitor credit because of it. Thankfully, I haven't experienced any issues. But it is kind of a third piece when it comes to credit that you really need to watch for. Next up, we have Jane Hagen.
4: Early in my career, very early in my career, I was working for a financial institution, a bank, which I always worked for. I was doing lending. So I was doing credit card, overdraft reserve, home equity loans, and I was a lender at that point. And there was no education when it came to the 401k. I was kind of a conservative person at that point. And so I just went into money market thinking, I don't want to lose anything in the markets. Well, it was probably several years in my 20s that I was in money market, which truly, if I look back, was some very important years to be in the market and take the risk to get the reward later on. So if I can say to anybody Make sure you research and ask somebody in your 20s, even if your company doesn't do education, because I think it's so important to start operating your career when you're selecting your investments, because it makes a big difference in the long run for your outcome in your 401k plan.
1: And last but not least, we have myself. So my big money mistake actually took place when I was 18. I had just started to dip my toe into the investing world and started to learn so much more about the different types of things that I could invest into. Up until that point, my money was just being saved up and invested into different types of bank CDs. A little bit less on the risky side, so I wanted to go try and put something into this with a little bit more growth. My issue became, and when I started to do a little bit of research, I was really paralyzed with just the sheer number of options that I had out there. Between mutual funds, ETFs, and stocks, it was pretty overwhelming, and I actually didn't end up investing my money into anything. I really just kept it into CDs for the next couple of years. And my mistake in, in recollection and taking a look back was really missing out of what that money really could grow into. And so this is natural for anyone to think this way. For myself, I end up taking some small steps and eventually getting there and start to invest my own money. But for a lot of people, investing takes, like with anything else, a lot of time to understand things, which isn't bad some baby steps and everyone can get there. And with investing, you always want to keep an eye out towards what your end goal is for the money. And they'll always treat you and point you in the right direction. And thank you all for tuning in to another great episode of Money. Please don't forget to follow our podcast so you don't miss when new episodes drop. Thanks, everyone.
0: You've been listening to Mitten Money, sponsored by TriStar Trust. Subscribe to the podcast and learn more about how William and the TriStar Trust team can guide your small business at tristartrust.com.